Welcome to the Dr. Judd Podcast. This is Dr. Judd. I'm Dr. Judd Brewer, addiction psychiatrist and neuroscientist specializing in anxiety and habit change. My wife and I woke up this morning at 5 a.m. to the sound of our alarm, and we cheered. All last week, we'd been waking up regularly between 3 and 4 a.m. without an alarm, our minds filled with thought after thought. After remarking on how good it felt to get a normal amount of sleep, my wife told me about a dream she just had, that she was flying on an airplane and for some reason licked a dustpan. And then she started worrying that she would come down with the coronavirus. You don't have to be a psychiatrist to be able to interpret this one. I'm guessing that you, like me and my wife, might be having some interrupted sleep right now. In my clinic, I often see patients with two main forms of this, either difficulty falling asleep or early morning awakenings in which someone wakes up early and has difficulty falling back asleep. Anxiety is a double whammy. It can get in your head and mess with your sleep, and then the lack of sleep can make you more prone to anxiety. Anxiety interfering with sleep is such a big problem that the National Institutes of Health created a number of standardized questions for researchers to use to study the links between the two. I'll read a couple of them to you now, and you can see if they apply to your coronavirus anxiety. Ready? Answer on a scale of one to five how much the following statements apply to you, one being not at all, and five being very much. During the past seven days, one, I felt physically tense at bedtime. Two, I worried about not being able to fall asleep. Three, I felt worried at bedtime. Four, I had trouble stopping my thoughts at bedtime. Five, stress disturbed my sleep. If you got a high score, congratulations. You just won the same game that everyone else seems to be playing right now. Coronavirus anxiety is definitely messing up your sleep. You probably didn't need to take a test to know this. So what's going on here? Well, here's the science. There's a fair amount of research linking anxiety to sleep problems. I see this all the time in my addiction clinic. No matter what their main reason for coming in is, almost all of my patients have trouble sleeping. The first set of questions I ask them is, when your head hits the pillow, do you have trouble shutting your brain off? Does your brain start spinning with worry thoughts about the future? And when you can't sleep, does looking at the clock make you more anxious because you start to worry that you won't get enough sleep? Can you relate to these questions? The medical definition of anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. The outcome of this pandemic is certainly uncertain, and that feeling of nervousness energizes your body for action. Anxiety says, dangers ahead, be ready to run, which is the opposite of what you need to help you sleep. To get to sleep, you need things that relax you and calm your nervous system, which is why you hear advice like reducing or eliminating caffeine after a certain time of day. To keep this video short, I won't go into all of the physiologic details, but I will post a link in the comments section below to a classic paper from the 1990s that shows how generalized anxiety disorder and its cardinal feature, worry, affect your nervous system. The headline's simple, worry ain't good for you, and this shows up in your physiology but you probably already knew that. So what can you do tonight when you go to bed? Here are three simple tips. One, practice good sleep hygiene. I'll post a link to a downloadable tip sheet from the CDC for you below, but this includes things like no screens in bed. Two, don't check the news before going to bed. 
really. It just gets you more anxious, keying up your autonomic nervous system so you can't sleep. Three, practice doing a body scan in bed. This simple technique helps calm your nervous system and put you to sleep. It's so easy to do that I have all my clinic patients use it. Lots of them like it more than medications. They don't need a prescription, it doesn't leave them feeling groggy in the morning, and it's free. I'll demonstrate how to do it now. You can follow along yourself. Bring your awareness to the physical sensations of the toes in your left foot. If you can't feel anything, wiggle your toes for a moment, then notice what you feel. Are they warm or cold? Are they moist or dry? Simply be curious about what your toes feel like right now. Then invite your awareness to the bottom of your left foot and notice what it feels like. So you can keep repeating this practice by moving your awareness through your body as you scan up your left and then your right leg and then through your entire body. You can do this in about 10 minutes or longer if you'd like. I'll post a guided body scan on my YouTube channel if you need some support at first, but you'll get the hang of it pretty quickly. Do a body scan not only when you go to sleep, but also if you wake up in the middle of the night and have trouble getting back to sleep. Don't worry about getting back to sleep, simply practice the body scan and see what happens. The body scan works well because you're not trying to force your mind not to think, and you're not trying to force your body to calm down, which you can't do anyway. But instead, this naturally draws your attention and energy away from your worry thinking and grounds you in your body. I taught this to the women's golf team at Yale and they were all sleeping like babies within a couple of weeks. And my lab has just finished a study with our Unwinding Anxiety app, specifically looking to see how well mindfulness training can help people improve their sleep. We're analyzing the data now, so stay tuned for what we find out. I'll end on a personal note with a page from the book my wife and I are reading together to calm our nervous systems before going to bed. It's called The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. If you're feeding any anxiety or getting into habits of worrying about the pandemic, and you're adding fuel to that fire by worrying about sleeping, see if you can start to reverse that process now. I wonder if there is a school of unlearning. Yes. See if you can use the body scan and other mindfulness practices to help you unlearn any worry habit loops so that you can sleep better. Onward, together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to receive future episodes, and please share this with friends or loved ones who might find the content helpful. To learn more about mindfulness and habit change, visit drjudd.com. See you next time.